Clark Range and White County both look for consistency, and both Monterey teams are pretty happy where they're at at this point in the season. This is the high school playbook. The Cookville Lady Cavs softball team took a tough loss to Warren County on Tuesday, a simple reminder that they still have plenty to learn despite their success early in the season. As head coach Jordan Webb says, they're still learning plenty about their strengths and their weaknesses. Um, I think that we've, uh, you know, we've, we've learned a lot about each other and a lot about some of our strengths and definitely some of our weaknesses and areas that we need to, uh, we need to touch up on and improve on. Um, we've also learned what type of attitude and personalities we have as a team, you know, team chemistry and confidence and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, a lot of, lot of definite learning going on and uh, figuring things out as we go. One player I really want to ask you about is Tommy Sims because we've seen her pitch a couple times in person now. And uh, I know, obviously, in the game against White County didn't go the way you wanted it to go ultimately, but I really feel like if there was any way to describe her performance that game, it was gutsy. She really stuck that whole that whole outing out. She She was competitive the whole time, and I feel like that's something you really want from one of your best pitchers. Yeah, Tommy Sims has definitely shown a lot of guts and a lot of grit and a lot of heart uh, up until this point in the season. Um, you know, especially coming into the season with her not pitching um, a lot on varsity. You know, I think coming into this year, she had only pitched, uh, I think, seven innings of varsity ball. Um, you know, and now this year, it's on her shoulders for the most part as the senior and as the most experienced pitcher on the staff, um, you know, and so she has shown a lot of grit and determination. I've been very proud of her. Uh, there's been games where she's pitched extremely well or innings where she's pitched extremely well. And then obviously there's been some innings where she's struggled, but she's persevering and she's pushing through and she's gained a lot of confidence in herself out there. And, uh, you know, already just after a couple of weeks, she, she looks like a completely different pitcher than she did at the start of the season when she was a little bit nervous or um, overly excited, and and now she's calm and confident, and, and she's throwing a lot better. How important is having that out of your best pitcher in terms of the trickle-down effect that can have on younger players as well? Oh, so important. I mean, extremely important. You know, we, we struggled last night, and we struggled to have confidence, and we struggled to... Uh, have any sort of energy or grit and determination in, in the game against Warren County. And, and the younger players sense that from the older ones right away, regardless of, you know, who they are, if, if they're hitting or if a play in the field or pitching, obviously, um, you know, so that trickle down effect is, is massive. And on the flip side of that, we've had games over the weekend and against, uh, Livingston Academy the other night where we've played really well and that confidence breeds confidence, you know, but then on the other side of that, when, when it's not there or when there's a little bit of, uh, everybody being a little unsure of themselves, then the younger ones definitely sense that too. You mentioned the game against Livingston Academy. I don't think we can do this interview without talking about Riley Boyette and her huge game from uh, a few nights ago. Uh, you, you've seen her play for obviously a couple a couple seasons now, and I have to ask: Is there anything that she can do on a softball field that uh, surprises you anymore? No, not anymore. And actually, uh, that uh, that sentiment disappeared quickly, probably halfway through her freshman year. To be honest with you, um, you know, yeah, she's she's a complete hitter. She Obviously, you saw from uh, Livingston the other night with three home runs and six RBIs that she has the power. 
Um, and everybody knows that she has the power uh, capabilities at the plate. But not only that, I mean, offensively, she understands situations. She understands uh, what she needs to do in certain situations, whether we need just a run driven in or maybe we need a, a base runner at that point in time out of her at the plate. And then also on top of that, which makes her really, really strong and mature, is is that she understands her uh, situation being the three-hole hitter and other teams knowing about her and how they're going to p- approach her and how they're going to pitch her. Um, you know, when she sees teams that know her, she doesn't see as many good pitches to hit, um, and she understands that. She doesn't chase pitches. She doesn't try and do too much. Uh, she just takes what they give her and she makes the most of it. And, um, you know, she hits the ball hard to all fields. She's a good two strike hitter. And I mean, yeah, so there's literally, uh, nothing she can't do at the plate. Again, that's Cobble softball head coach, Jordan Webb. The Monterey Wildcat baseball team is coming off of a two game sweep over district rival Jackson County. Two games that really put on display the offensive firepower the team has. And that's something that head coach John Looper raves about as something they've really improved in since the start of the year. Uh, well, learn, uh, you know, we've got, we're learning some of our policies. We, we're pretty good offensively. Uh, our mentality, we've got to, uh, we're still learning to, you know, put our foot on the gas and not take it off. I guess, you know, finish games a little better than what we have been. Uh had a lot of lopsided scores and uh you know, we gotta learn to learn to play in close games. When you talk about learning to play in close games, what exactly um what exactly can I know that fans hear that and probably wonder what that means. What exactly do you mean when you say learn to play in close games? Is it just learning how to handle the pressure, learning how to remain competitive throughout what what are you what are you focusing on there? That that's exactly learn how to uh remain competitive for seven innings. Uh, you know, uh, not taking innings off, uh, not thinking that the game's over with before it's over. You know, in baseball, we can't run the clock out, so you got to get outs and, and got to keep got to keep playing. As long as there's a strike, there's always a chance. You know, you could win or lose. So as long as you've got an out left, uh, you got to keep playing, and that that's the part of our team that we need to improve on. Uh, we have been we have been very good offensively. Uh, and you know we're, we have we have improved offensively from the first of the year, so uh, I'm happy where we are there. Uh, my concern right now is, oh, you know, we've not played many close games, and we're going to have to, you know, have to learn to win those. When you look at playing in as many games as you have, where the score might be a little lopsided, um, is it is it hard to kind of keep players invested and 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 just interested in a game when you're up by ten runs and you're up by twelve runs? Is that is that is that the challenge there? It is. It is a challenge. Uh, you know, you, you can't fool you can't fool these kids. Uh, they know if it's lopsided, they know it's lopsided. You, but you, you can preach. You know, you got to keep keep playing, keep hitting, keep scoring, keep making plays, and keep throwing strikes. Uh, but you know, it it's easy to it's easy to be lax and just you know sort of put on cruise control and let the game get over with and you know go from there. And you know, we've got to learn to quit doing that. You mentioned seeing in offensive improvements from the beginning of the year to now. Um, what are you seeing? Is it just a better approach at the plate? Just better swings? What are you seeing from your guys that's different now? Uh, I like I like how we're we're becoming more and more aggressive at the plate. Uh, not getting behind in counts. You know, 
seeing the first good pitch to hit, and we're you know been taking advantage of it. Um, uh, we, I like to play aggressive. Uh, uh, you know, we go to play to hit, not you know not to not to walk, uh, and uh, uh, we so we've gotten a lot better at going to the plate, get putting their feet in the box ready to hit right there instead of waiting to see a few pitches. You know, we have gotten, you know, in the 10 games we've played, we have gotten a lot better at that. So let's talk about the district coach because you guys are obviously coming off of a couple really good wins over a team like Jackson County. And it it feels like this team is in a good spot right now. When you look where where the rest of the district is, when you look at the rest of the teams in your league, um, are you happy with where you're at? Do you think it could be better? Or do you think this team could still improve? What are your thoughts there? Uh, we definitely we still got large areas to improve on. That's absolute. Uh, where we are, you can't complain. Uh, we're we you know our district. We have two sides to it. Uh, four teams in each side, and we've swept our side. So, you, regardless of the scores, you have to be happy with that. Uh, and how it all pans out, it looks looks to be that we're in a driver's seat. You know, to host our side, which is what we want. And so as far as where we are in the district, there's no way you can't be happy with it. Um, But now as far as improvement, yes, we've got major things we can improve on, yes. What are some specific things you're looking at? Is You mentioned the offense. We haven't talked a lot of pitching, and I know that sometimes in close games it's it's a good time to maybe get a couple pitchers in there that don't get a lot of experience. Is pitching something you feel like this team could improve on right now, or are you happy with where that's at? Uh, Our pitching has been good, and we've used quite a few guys. We're, We're we're deep. Uh, we've got guys that will throw strikes. Uh, we we really lack an experience. Once again, that is Monterey Wildcat baseball head coach John Looper joining us tonight. Coach, we appreciate you taking the time to be with us tonight. The DeKalb County Tigerettes are coming off of a tough loss against Uppermen, and it just goes to show what head coach Danny Fish has said all along, that if his team wants to be any good, ultimately they need to find ways to be more consistent. You know we're we're playing we're playing okay at times. I mean we started out pretty good and uh, we've had a cold spell here the past couple games. But uh, you know I really like our team energy and our team chemistry and uh, you know our team's uh, willingness to persist and grind. Coach, let me ask you this because I remember one of the last times we spoke, you said that you know you won a lot of games early on in the year that you expected to win, and that coming up soon you were expected to be tested. You were going to be playing against other teams that were really, really good. Uh, how has the team done so far in those tests in terms of against other teams that are really good? Uh, you know, at times we've played really well, and then at times we've not played so well. Um, you know, I think that you know with with our group. Uh, you know, this is the first time, you know, all of those kids are going through some high moments and some low moments. And we're, you know, we're continuing to learn and continuing to get better. Uh, but sometimes, you know, you got to uh, try to get out of your own way. I know that, you know, we played in a really, you know, tough tournament this weekend up at Waverly and, uh, you know, beat a couple good teams and then lost to a couple good teams. And then, you know, last night at Upman, you know, didn't bring our best effort and got beat there. But, you know, it's all about uh, learning right now because, you know, the season's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So, you know, we want to continue to develop our kids, you know, not only physically but mentally. And, uh, you know, I think that's, you know, kind of probably where we're at right now is, uh, you know, we got some kids that are playing really well. And then we got some kids that might be struggling a little bit and pressing a little bit. And, uh, 
but that's just part of it. You know, you got to go through those things. You can't uh, you can't hide from them. You have to have the courage to step up and face, you know, what's going on and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, get better in those situations. When I look at this team, Coach, I feel like Ellie Cripps is actually, like, if you could only have one senior, I feel like she's the perfect fit for being a lone senior on a really young team in the sense that it seems like when she's on the mound, she doesn't really get too high or too low. You couldn't really look at her and know if she was up 10 runs or down 10 runs. Uh, how, how important has she been in terms of just kind of keeping this team steady and not letting the team get too far down or too far up? Oh, Ellie's been great this year, but she's uh, she's been working for this moment for the past couple of years, too, and uh, I'm just happy for her and happy to see her step up in this moment, but she's uh, she's cool hand Luke, you know, and uh, she, like you said, like last night was a perfect example, you know, she goes out in the first inning against Upper Moon, makes some great pitches, and we don't make some plays, and uh but she didn't let that deter her. She kept working for the team, and, you know, we eventually found a way to get back in the game. And uh, uh, But she's been, you know, good out there on the mound and, you know, really good leadership in the locker room and in the dugout. I mean, she's been there and done that. I mean, she's the she's the only kid on our team that's, uh, that's won, you know, multiple district championships. And, uh, um, you know, us losing last year and then finishing runner-up with the kids that are juniors that were freshmen. Uh, then uh, she's really helped those kids and you know Ellie is uh, coming you know she can speak from experience she's uh, she's been that kid where she's lived high off the hog at times and she's been that kid that's you know felt like she was you know at the bottom of the barrel so she can definitely you know relate to those kids that are you know feeling good about their game and you know relate to those kids that aren't feeling good about their game and help them get to the point where she's at now so I just can't express uh, how important she is to our club. You mentioned earlier players that are playing really well in the lineup, and one name that consistently seems to pop up when I look at players that are appear to be seeing the ball really well right now is J.C. Hatfield, and I feel like she played really well in the game that I was I was able to see at York and. I have to ask you, what's been the key to her success? Because it seems like, like I said, that she's seeing the ball really well. She's putting, she's putting the bat on the ball. She's hitting it hard. Uh, she's forcing defenses to make plays instead of, you know, hitting the ball softly. What's been the key to her success? Uh, well, Jay's just a good player. I mean, she works. She's a relentless worker. Uh, but I'll tell you the best thing about Jay. She is, you know, sometimes you get those good players that give you the yes, sir, but uh, maybe, you know, not really listening. Uh, she's a very coachable kid. Um, the biggest thing about JC is that she's as good on defense as she is offensively. I mean, she's really solid at short. I think that she's one of the better players in her area. Once again, that is DeKalb County Tigerettes head coach Danny Fish. Coach, thank you for joining us tonight. The White County Warriors have fallen on tough times lately, but as head coach Sean Flood would tell you, there's still plenty of time and plenty of games left in this season for them to still turn it around, as he's told his guys. Well, we're young and inexperienced, which we, we knew that coming in, and, and I think it's just kind of showed itself the last, uh, you know, the last you know, week or so. Uh, you know, we just don't have the depth that, you know, we were hoping uh, to have, you know, by this time. And, and you know, many different factors are, are, are play into that, so... Uh, you know, I think a lot of it's just the inexperience and, and you know, um, the COVID measures, you know, we, I mean, our off-season conditioning was, you know, kind of 
different than what we're normally used to. I mean, you know, we're having to social distance and, and, you know, we couldn't have everybody inside the building at all times. I mean, the weather didn't cooperate. We could get outside all the time to throw. And so, you know, we're dealing with some, some injuries and some, you know, uh, some arm issues and, and different things. And so, you know, our depth's just not materialized like I hoped. In in times like this where maybe a team might scuffle a little bit, how important is then does leadership become from any of the upperclassmen that you do have? Oh, it, it's very important. I mean, you know, um, you know, the coaching staff, you know, we can only do so much. Uh, you know, it's like we've we, we've told the players over and over. You know, this is where leaders have to step up. You know, they have to take charge. They have to, you know, uh, you know, because they're they're the ones that are that are commanding them on the field. You know, I mean, uh, we can, you know, coaches, we can say things and we can do things and we can put guys in situations, but it's it's you know, kids got to step up and and we need leaders to step up and, and help. You know, keep the keep us positive, keep us moving in the right direction. Uh, you know, the one thing that we just keep trying to keep in reiterating for our guys, it's not the way that you fit, you know, start, it's the way you finish. And and so we've um we've got to continue to work to get better, uh, you know, gain an experience as we go along and, and hopefully we can get it all put together and right to ship by the end of the season. How important also are just doing the little things like and I know that a lot of people may say you know oh well how important is it to get you know just get a bunt down or to make the simple plays in the field to build a little bit of confidence how important are those doing those little things to just building confidence and building a little bit of momentum for a team Oh it's vital I mean it's vital especially when you're when you're a young team that, that you know uh uh lacks the, the depth and the experience uh when you know um, you know, we struggle to put runs on the board. Um, you know, that's no secret. Uh, you know, part of that is we don't we don't have guys that you know can step up to the plate and, and you know gap to gap and, and or drive the ball out of the park. You know, we've got to be able to do the small things. Uh, we have to be able to get the bunt down. We have to move runners over. Um, you know, and we have to make the plays in the field. We have to make the routine plays. We can't continue to you know uh, give teams second chances, especially good teams that you know that we're facing that. You know, we can't give them, you know, second and third opportunities. We've got to make the, the, the routine plays, and, and it builds confidence for your pitchers. I mean, you know, our guys are up there working their butts off. I mean, you're, they're giving us everything they got. Um, it's not like, you know, um, they're laying down or quitting. I mean, they're just giving, you know, they're, they're doing what they can do. And, and so, you know, defensively, we've got to make those plays to, to help take a little pressure off our pitchers, you know, so our pitchers can, you know, relax a little bit and continue to throw. You mentioned it earlier. Obviously, things may not feel good right now, but as you said, it, we're, there's still a lot of season left. You know, when you look at the schedule, a lot of district games left, a lot of league games left, a lot of games left for your guys to still make some make some progress in the standings. Uh, what what do you feel like needs to be done moving forward to make that progress? Well, I think I think it, you know it starts with you know we've got to continue to come in, commit to to, to doing the little things right, like we just talked about. Uh, we've got to figure out ways that we can, you know, improve uh, defensively as well as offensively. We've got to get runners on. We've got to be able to move runners around. Um, we've got to make the routine plays. And so it, it starts at practice. It starts, you know, getting out there, uh, doing the little things right at practice to, to, to make ourselves better, to put the extra time, extra work into it, and then just going out and, and executing. I mean, ultimately that's what – I mean, it, it's all about just going out and doing what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it. Executing when you're at the plate or in the field or on the mound, it doesn't matter. You just got to execute. 
The Warriors' next contest will be on Friday as they begin a two-game set against Franklin County. But once again, that was White County Warriors baseball head coach, Sean Floyd. Coach, thank you for joining us tonight. The Monterey Lady Wildcats are pretty pleased overall with where they are currently in the district standings at this point in the season, though head coach Brad Swafford knows it's going to take more than just being great defensively like they have been for them to really achieve their goals. Uh, I think they've uh, we've been pretty good, sharp defensively. Uh, that's always a nice surprise because anytime you can play good defense, you can beat about any game. So it's been a nice surprise so far. One thing I hear uh, a lot of coaches who coach basketball say is that obviously you can translate, you know, good defense into good offense. Uh, is it possible to like maybe make a similar comparison in softball, where if you make a good play in the field or if you make plays consistently in the field, that'll translate into more confidence at the plate? Uh, most definitely. Uh, you know what they always say: the person who makes that last out, a lot of times they'll lead off the next inning. You know, it seems like the. And they'll get up there and get a big hit. Uh, it gives them confidence, um, and it just has this playing with a type of swagger. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think there is definitely a correlation between playing good defense and it spewing over in your offense. And it can work the opposite way too. If you're struggling on one aspect of your game, it can bleed over and you know affect another. But you know, I try to tell my girls to, you know, hey, don't. If you're having, if you go through a slump, because everybody's going to go through slumps at some point in the season, don't let it bleed over your defense and vice versa. But it does happen. Is it important to emphasize? I think I know the answer to this, but is it important to emphasize that to younger players, especially that you know when the tough times do happen, you got to keep your head up, you got to focus on making plays in the field and finding other ways to help the team besides just getting hits and driving in runs. Uh, yeah, not just um, with everybody, not just younger players. Uh, we we've been working on manufacturing runs because there's going to be times when you know we're going to have a hard time getting a base hit, and you know we've got to be able to move people over. Uh, we've been working on you know working on our sacrifices, the bunts, uh, the sacrifice flies. Uh, anything you got to do, taking pitches. Uh, you know, you've got to sometimes you got to scrap together and get those runs especially in those real tight games. So right now, Coach, as you look around the district, and you've you've had a chance to see a couple district opponents so far this year, uh, how do you feel about where this team is at right now, and where do you feel like they need to go from here? Well, uh, I think uh, Gordonsville, Trousdale are going to be uh, teams to beat in our district. Uh, we've got to we've got to take this second one from Red Bull, and we let one slip by us. Red Bull a few weeks ago, a real tight game back and forth. We lost eight to seven, so we've got to get that one. So those three games, we've got to we've got to get those three games to get where we want to be, and that's it. You know, at the top of the district. So you know, we we should be if we play the way we're capable of playing, we should be uh, right there with them. Are there any players right now that you're looking at and saying, man, if we can just get this one player going or this couple players going, are there anybody like that on the team right now that you're looking at as if we can get them going, we can really possibly make a run here? Uh, well, Molly Sue Sparks, uh, she's, she started off the year hitting pretty well, but now she's kind of dipped a little bit. Uh, we've got to get her back going. Uh, uh, Amber Riddle needs to heat up again 
Uh, Serenity Nolan's been playing very good offense and defense. Mariah Bilbrey's been a nice surprise on offense. Uh, Shea Harris, who started the year off kind of slow, is starting to uh, – she's had a hit the last two or three games, so she's starting to heat up a little bit. Uh, Jordan Walker is normally a slow starter, but she usually has a good month of April, and, and she had triple last night, so I'm hoping that's kind of going to start getting her rolling. So, uh, yeah, you know, we just uh, – you know, we just got to start peaking at the right times. You know, hitting's always behind pitching, and, and we're we're now we're about three we're about three weeks in the season, so it's uh, it's time to get the bats woke up for sure. Again, for Monterey to achieve their goals of hosting their half of the district tournament, they know they'll have to improve offensively, and head coach Brad Swafford knows they'll have to maintain their solid defensive play. Once again. That was Monterey Lady Wildcats head coach, Brad Swafford. Joining me now is York Institute softball head coach, Kerry Johnson. Coach, let me ask you this. What have these first couple of weeks of the season taught you about this group that you have? Uh, fairly resilient. and kind of the situation we had to deal with. We lost our pitcher in our uh, first district game, Boker Leg, and so we kind of had to recover from that and – get and move on to that and we got a district win last week which is big for us and uh and it's coming together a little bit better as a team so hopefully we can move forward and, and get, get better as the month goes on yes sir coach we talked about that injury the last time we spoke how, how do you feel as a whole your players have responded to that obviously it's a very tough situation how do you feel your players have responded to that adversity well uh it was Brooklyn Hope. she was uh our one of our main pitchers, uh, and uh, she broke her leg, and, and it was a pretty pretty serious break. She had to she's had to have a rod put in it, and uh, and she's obviously out for the year. Uh, and it's it's a setback because you lose not only your pitcher, but when you're pitching our other pitcher, Carolina Talent, uh, she's probably our best defensive player. She's our shortstop when she's not pitching. We we lose a little bit on defense as well. Um, so we're we're trying we've been trying to kind of figure out where to put pieces together to to compensate for that, and that's kind of you know as a whole we're we're still somewhat adjusting to it, but I think we're we're about to get there now. And this week we were kind of lucky we didn't have any uh, we played in tournament over the weekend as well, but we didn't have any games this week until um, until Friday. So we've had some some practice time to get adjusted and and try to be ready to move forward with that problem because that was a big hit to us. So, Coach, tell me, in a district like 8AA where you're facing tough outs night in and night out, how important do the little things become? The moving a runner over with a bunt, the putting a ball in play just to make the defense make a play, how important do those things become? Well, that, that's a big thing with us, and I, 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 that's one thing that's funny you ask that because that's why I've emphasized, you know, team, teams, you know, bond and 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 when you do that, you, you force the other team to make a play. You have to fill the ball, get it, you know, you know, get an out, and if you don't get an out, then not only that, you've advanced the runner, you got another runner on base. And that's what I've kind of told our girls, you know, uh, our background is not as solid as a lot of these other teams as far as uh, their upbringing in softball. So they have to learn some of the stuff that's natural for other people on the, uh, at high school level. And by the, so with their freshman year, they're kind of learning rules 
uh, like that, and we're having to adjust to that. And you know, I think they they kind of see that now when we at, by by this time in the year. And I hope that we can uh, we've got to do those little things right because it seems like every game that we've that we lose, it's it's just one inning that get we give it away in one inning. You know, and the rest of the time we play pretty well. Coach, I feel like we've talked obviously about a couple negative things, but let's talk positivity. What are what's the, what's the most positive thing you can brag on this team for at this point in the season? Uh, we have uh, our top of the lineup has done really well. Uh, uh, like a lot, most teams are expect expect their top of the lineup to do well, but uh, if if we can score like we should in the first, I feel like that gives us a chance, and they and they and they know that as well. And it kind of gives us the momentum boost if we can get those couple of runs in that first inning up there because we have a pretty good top of the order and uh, and uh, like I said, leading off with Carolina Talent and then uh, got Kinsley Bilbrey and uh, Lauren Schultz back in cleanup. It's we have a pretty decent lineup right there, and we can score a couple of runs. Usually, it gives us a chance to just to feel like we're competitive now, and we can and we can go ahead and and play to win this game. Last thing, real quick for you, coach. Every team always talks about how you can just you have to focus to get better every day, and that's how you ultimately become a really good team. What what's at the top of your list right now in terms of things this team has to improve at if they want to achieve their goals this season? Making the routine play uh, that has killed us since I took over. We can be in a game and it's a one run game, and the other team may have a couple of runners on base and two outs. And it's and it's truly just to be a routine pop fly somewhere, and it drops. We we drop it and three runs score, and all of a sudden another couple of hits after that, and we're down seven or eight runs. Once again, that was York Institute Dragonette softball head coach Kerry Johnson. Coach, we appreciate you, and we thank you for being with us tonight. It's been a tough start to the season for the Clark Range Buffaloes baseball team, as they have yet to win a game. Playing in a tough district they do, however, head coach Tim Jones says that he believes this team still has what it takes to turn the season around and believes they will benefit long-term from playing such a difficult schedule at this point in their careers. Well, honestly, we've, we've kind of struggled the first couple of weeks, but I will say this, my boys don't quit, and that's always a good sign, especially when you're dealing with sports and competition. We can always turn the season around as long as we don't quit and give up on one another. Uh, you know, the inexperience is catching us right now, but I think middle of the season, maybe uh, you know another week or so, maybe we can turn the corner here and maybe show some signs of improvement. How much of it is just cons- consistency and building that confidence? Because in seeing this team in person a couple of times, when especially from a pitching standpoint, it seems like when your kids are throwing strikes, they're they're making good pitches, they're you know making good decisions on the mound. It's just that sometimes that confidence isn't always there. How much of it is that just that confidence and that consistency? Well, I think that's a lot a large part of it. I've got uh, two boys now, uh, Ethan Jones and Luke Ramsey, that are. I mean, they're throwing strikes, and when they take the mound, I feel like the team. Uh, the whole team rallies behind them because they know that, hey, they'll throw strikes, and if we make plays, we'll stay in the ball game. Uh, you know, and for the most part, we're, you know, we're usually right there for those innings. Uh, you know, the thing of it is, it's still early in the season, and those kids have already thrown quite a few pitches, so I'm trying to not wear their arms out. You know, uh, we're right in the middle of district play, and I'm going to need them more than ever, so I'm trying not to wear it out too early here. 
I think another part of it is also just the competition level. You guys are playing in a very tough district against some very good teams, and I mean, I know that obviously no one enjoys, no one likes losing, especially in, from a competitive standpoint. But uh, is there a hope that you know playing against tough competition like you have that it will be in the long run? It'll help these guys get better. Well, that's what I keep telling. Uh, you know, in all honesty, you know, we played Monterey, uh, which is a very solid team. Uh, last night we just played. Uh, Pickett County, which I thought Pickett County just hit the ball. I don't know defensively how they did because we really didn't put a whole lot in play on them. Uh, but I felt like they could, they were really uh, a top school in hitting. They they really hit the ball on us. Um, you know, Jackson County, we, we had the good game with Jackson County where I thought like we could win that one. Um, the thing of it is, we got a couple of games here that I think if we'll just if we'll settle down and and you know just do what we can do. I, and I try to tell the kids I'm a lot. I have a lot of inexperience, so it, you know just do what you know to do, and then we'll play ball the rest of the way. Uh, yeah, I think that I think that will help. And I really think you know once we get that first win and we start moving along, I think the guys will get more confidence in their in their own ability. Right now, I think that's a little shaken. Uh, and, you know, maybe as we turn this corner here, maybe we'll get that confidence back. You mentioned it earlier that obviously we're a couple weeks into the season now, but there's still so much season left to be played. There's this full month, there's the first week of May. Uh, still a lot of time, obviously, as you said, to turn the season around. What, what, in your opinion, are some of the biggest keys and who are some of the biggest X factors in terms of players that you need to, you know, to step up a little bit? Who, what, what's the key to turning the season around, in your opinion? Honestly, when we watch our footage, when we watch our films, it's just fundamentals. Um, and, and, you know, that's the old slogan as a coach. You know, you got to do the fundamentals right first before you can do anything. And then, you know, uh, naturally, I, 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 you know, I only have three seniors on the team, but I need my seniors to step up. I need them not only to step up on the field, but off the field. I need them to be, to be leaders. Once again, that's Clark Range Buffalo's head coach. Tim Jones. Coach, thank you for joining us. Joining me now is the head man of the Clay County Bulldogs baseball team, head coach Lee Bowles. Coach, I'll start you out with an easy one. What have you learned in these first couple of weeks? I know it's kind of crazy to think that we're a couple weeks into the season at this point. It feels like it just started yesterday. But what have you learned about your team through these first few weeks of the season? Well, you know, there was some growing pains due to where we didn't get to play last year, but... uh it seems like everything's really starting to click now and come together. And that was what I was expecting. I was expecting to be just a little bit rough out of the gate. So, but everything's really starting to click, and that's going to be good. That's what we was hoping to see. One player, Coach, that has really stuck out to me as of late has been Ethan Spears. It seems like he's striking guys out left and right, and no matter what happens when he gets up there, guys can't seem to figure him out. Uh, what's been the key to that success lately? Well, Ethan's uh, – his mindset this year, you know, he's got he's goal he's got goal oriented, and he's just really he's really performing better. He really listens and he focuses on what we have to tell him, and he gets the job done. I mean, Ethan's doing really good for us this year. Coach, let's talk about his outing from this past Monday against Trousdale County, where he comes in in the first inning, only one out, down three runs, and he proceeds to pitch the entirety of the rest of the game, all six and two thirds innings, and strikes out thirteen batters. Really seems like that. Uh, well, it seems like he had all of his stuff working that night. He did. He did. And really, that goes back to that game. I was really bummed on the final outcome of that game because we should have had that game. But he done a terrific job. 
I think he run up like 111 pitches. I can't remember if that's correct or not. It's somewhere in that number. And uh, But he did have 13 strikeouts and pitched really good, pitched real good. So tell me, Coach, how important is a pitcher like him that can come in in any situation, they can start, they can come in in relief, and they can come in with guys on base or with a clean bill, and they can come out and you can be confident knowing that he's going to give you a chance to win, he's going to keep your team in the game. How important is a pitcher like that? Oh, in high school, that's a you know, it's a must-have, in my opinion, you know, because you sometimes every pitcher is going to have some off nights. So when you've got two to three to four in the lineup, it's pretty solid. And then you can, if you've got one, it's a solid pitcher, and he has a rough night, you bring in another one, and he can just, you know, take over and do his thing. It's a plus. Coach, when you take a look around the district, and there's some heavy, heavy hitters in this district, how, how do you feel about – your team's place in the standings. It's still very early, still a lot of time for things to change, but how do you feel about where your team is right now in the standings at this at this current point in time? Really good. Really good. Uh this team is uh this team is a this team is a good team. And you know, I think as we keep playing, uh we started out of the gates with the the bats was really sluggish out of the gates. We finally got them connecting a little bit. I know we've uh we didn't put together as many runs last night as what we needed. We hit the ball pretty good, but we just kind of hit it to their gloves. We didn't get it in the gaps like we need to, but I think that's going to come around because they was pretty put the bat solid on the ball. But I, I'm in the district right now. I really I'm looking I'm really looking forward to what we've got for them. So, Bowles reiterates how important a pitcher like Ethan Spears is when it comes down to making plays, making pitches, and being able to keep his team in any game to win, as ultimately any championship needs that. They'll need that going forward as they compete against teams such as Pickett County, Monterey, and as they have a return game with Livingston Academy still on the schedule. Clay will also need more production with the injury to a kid like Jeff Spivey, who they just got back from Clay County's championship run in basketball season. Replacing him is never easy, as it's never easy to replace a great player, but you can be sure that Clay County will figure it way out. Once again, that was head coach of the Clay County Bulldog baseball team, Lee Bowles. Coach, thank you for joining us tonight.